Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey man, it's Kevin Smith, the guy who feels everything he says is so important that he's got six podcasts to his name. And you're listening to Hey Fam, another podcast he's trying to get his elbow inside of, man. Spread his voice around like a virus. Hello fam, welcome to Hello Fam. Uh, Hello Fam is uh, the... the they say it in France. Send, yeah, it's uh, number one, Ready Player One podcast. Uh, this is our 200th episode, breaking down Stevie Spielberg's <laughs> hit film of 2016. As always. We released in 2018, Ready Player One. It's called, we, we, it's called Ready Player Fun in some territories. It's like a UK horror movie in France, but everywhere else it's called Hey Fam. Um, just because we're sued in every other country. But yeah, this is the 90th episode about Ready Player <laughs> One. Yep. Um, this week we're breaking down the second, the ninetieth minute of the movie. We do a minute and episode. Yeah, ready Player One, minute by minute. The scene's cool. You can see a reference to it. Yeah, right. It's really cool. There's um, uh, there's, a, there's a Yowie. There's like a third rate um studio character that like they they could just settle on. It's Blanca from Street Fighter. Oh, and um, oh wow, it's look. the alt colors. It's not even the green and orange Blanca. It's like when you upped it and it was like the blue hair with the yellow skin. It's like sorry, it was Konami wouldn't give uh give him the right. A okay. fraggle, a fraggle just gave him uh, a, a Kinder surprise and he's just opened it up and yeah. out of it. And it's one of the shit cars you build. It's, it's not, yeah, from yeah, one of the cars. It's cars, it's not from cars. No, it's planes. It's planes. It's yeah. One of the planes from the Who's movie. Who's the planes. dude? Dane Cook. Was that who? I never saw Planes. No, I. Planes was Disney going, we don't even need Pixar. Yeah, we're look making what, our Look own what we ship. can do without Pixar. That got shot down recently. I read the home animation Disney Toons, were they called? Was that that other studio? Because I have Walt Disney Animation, which does the Walt Disney films. Your Wreck-It Ralphs, your um, Frozen. I was about to call it Frosted because we're just looking Frosted. at Guy Fieri <laughs> you're photos. At, you're looking at your own hair. Looking at my own hair. Um, I think that got shut down. The one that does straight to video shit. Yeah, right. Remember the nineties and early noughties? It was just Man, like do Mulan you, nine. Do you re- Sometimes I lie in bed at night and I just no, no, bro. I just I, remember the. 90s. I remember the eighties and then I go. That's why I do a podcast. Ready Player Fun. <laughs> uh, anyway, my name's Levins. My name's Artemis. No, who's the leader oh, in Ready Player One? Percival. <laughs> e Honda. E Honda. I mean, I'm Saget. <laughs> Saget's the best I can't name. even remember any of the Sub-Zero It was a, a Mortal Kombat characters in that Wasn't it Yeah uh, Chappie <laughs> Chappie I'm Chappie I'm Chappy Brad Bird's Chappie <laughs> South Africa's Iron Giant I love when the nation of South Africa got together um, After Apartheid They decided that was bad And they're like Next thing we're going to do is remake Iron Giant And we're going to call it Chappie <laughs> And everyone has to pitch in And that's why Diane Wood are in it 
They're like, we're doing it. Have you seen that movie? We've speak no one's seen Chappie. I've seen it. You've seen Chappie? Wow. It had so much potential. My life is a lie. Yeah, no, it's the best thing about it is Hugh Jackman plays a um CEO a robot, of a tech a big company. Robot. No, he plays a CEO of a tech company. Also, he plays Ben Mendelsohn's character in Ready Player One. But a jock, and he's a str- an ex-Australian rugby player. So every scene he's walking around with his polo shirts call up and just a rugby ball like in an office it's so amazing <laughs> it's like uh how do we explain the australian accent he's really like i can do a south african accent i'm a good actor no 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 like they'll snuff you out how about we put this ball in your hand and that's that's the explanation of him being australian he has to carry a football around it's so wild. i reckon there are those kind of australians in south africa oh for real mm. yeah or there's a kind of south africans in australia <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all South Africans in Australia carry a... Um, Football at all times. Yeah, that's They right. play the, the, the... Yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, That'll be a next minute's episode of um, Ready Player Fun. I would break love, down the 91. Should I watch Chappie? Is it a good movie to watch? No, it's not a good movie. What does that do? He did District 9. He did District 9, Elysium and Chappie. And I thought Chappie had a lot of potential. I mean, it, a lot of it I love. It's about a childlike robot who... It's, it just becomes too stupid and comedy-ish, which I didn't like. It's like about a guy who builds a robot and they're like the police force. It had a lot of potential. But then Die Ant would play themselves and he moves right. in with them. And they've got posters of themselves on the wall that say <laughs> their band name. And he becomes a gangster and lives with them. And it just becomes silly. Like because Chappie the Robot does. Yeah. Oh, wow. He joins their gang and becomes like a gangster. Does he make music with them? No, he's just... And they abu- they're like, hey, Chappie, this is our beer. And like make him drink. And so he's like, oh, I'm bad now. And he's wearing chains. It's like really dumb. Oh, that sucks. But the potential of it was good. It could have been a Pinocchio. It was like borderline Pinocchio. Or Astro Boy. Or Astro Boy. And like Dev Patel's in it. He's awesome. It's like some really good things about it. Hugh Jackman's sick in it. <laughs> but I just found it didn't know what it was. If it was like a weird parody of sci-fi or it tried to have heart. It was really tonally off. I wonder what that dude's doing next. He, he's, he was rumored to do an Alien sequel, which disavowed Three Onwards. Right. Remember? And it was going to be like a sequel to Aliens. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing like... a He, he, he recently just got Neil announced... Blomkamp? Is it yeah, Blomkamp. Blomkamp. He's, Blom- he's, Blom- he's, Blom- he's got a big... <laughs> Neil Blomkamp's bad fur day. <laughs> he's doing a big franchise thing that's not Alien and not Predator or something. But he's... It's like Robocop, I think. It might be a sequel to the first Robocop. That's right, yeah. He, he would be directing a new entry in the Robot Co- Robocop film series. That, again, it forgets what Tentatively happened. titled Robocop Returns. Returns. Yeah. It's a sequel to the first Robocop. Robocop Strikes Back with a vengeance on Mega Mountain. Yeah. High Noon Mountain. Electric Boogaloo. Fat Ninjas. No, Three Ninjas. Fat Ninjas. <laughs> there was a fat one, though. Fat Ninjas. Didn't yeah. they literally call me like No, you're fatty? thinking of Chris Farley's Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, you know, there was a Three Ninjas and there was a fat one. And they like rip on... He has a name that like just body shames him. I have a, I have a computer in front of me. for like Now, whenever we say anything that might not be true, I can check our facts. Yeah, I don't like this. This could potentially be the worst this episode of ever. This could be the downfall ever. of the podcast. No, look, don't body shame the Three Ninjas, Angus. Literally they're, has a name They're all like in shape. No, th- there's they a, all look They're exactly the same statue There's one called, Oh no there's one that likes eating And he's called Tum Tum There you go That's rude Like let him eat I think Tum, that's His rude. name is Tum Tum And that ninja went on to become is, Australia's right, greatest food critter He came on to become Guy Fieri Oh yeah look at him See, eating, he's, he's eating, eating a red he, red vine. They were my favourite traits for characters In he's movies a cat person When they were just like What can this person do Or oh, they like to eat it's yeah, like yeah. saying like, oh, this person likes seeing. Like it's such a, it's a survival technique. Like This person likes to talk. <laughs> it's so strange. Uh, yeah, Free Ninjas Knuckle Up. That was such a good I got franchise. a retweet from Hulk Hogan once. I was doing a Twitter commentary for, what's the one? Uh, High Noon at Mega Mountain. Yeah, yeah, where they go to the theme park. And he's in it. Yep. Yeah, and I was live tweeting it and tagging him in it. And he got involved and started retweeting my, um, my, my commentaries. 
Hell that yeah, was before brother. he uh, was before. caught saying the N-word in a sex tape. <laughs> so it was like, fine. It was a good endorsement. Every, um, you don't know um, Angus that well, everyone listening, but he doesn't go by BC and AD. He goes, yeah. you put your years yeah. up for it's what do you pre Gorka pre Gorka battle? <laughs> it was while Gorka was around, and then I now it's when Gorka got shut down by Hulk Hogan. That's what I now count as like years B- ago. B H H S T N W I A P. Yeah, before Hulk Hogan said, said the, the N word in, in a, a sex tape. Yeah, in a porno. But you know, uh, you can still go to HulkHogan.com, but you can't go to Gorka.com. So it's <laughs> pretty interesting. <laughs> Touche. I mean, how much money? He got a bunch of money out of that. Yeah, it was the first of its kind, but it was evil in the end because the dude who backed him was the PayPal guy who's like a big Trump hard on, bro. Fuck. But he he was on their side, on Hulk Hogan's side because Gorka outed him, you know which what is I, also I pretty would shit. Like is a Trump biopic with who's where Hulk, Hulk Hogan playing Donald oh, Trump? Brother, brother. I reckon that you know both have been in the WWE. Like it's not it's not far off. Well, maybe it's a buddy comedy with both of them, but they each play each other. Now we're getting to get into dangerous territory of my part of the podcast. You haven't done an episode of Greenlight Boys in a while. Yeah, I know. You know what's funny? I did another podcast last night, um, Total Reboot, and they're like, do you want to stick around for our Patreon where we... I'm like, what are you doing the Patreon episodes? And they're like, oh, um, oh, it's actually like your other podcast. We come up with a movie on the spot. And I'm like, no, like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not giving you guys money, uh, but I'll give the hate. I'll, we can take over, but not tonight. Not tonight, another no. time. Yeah. Um, guess what we are doing tonight, Angus? We're talking so much. <laughs> so much We're stuff. doing two episodes. Um, we're, first of all, we are recording an episode of our Patreon exclusive radio show, Hey FM, tonight. Yeah, um, it's exclusive, uh, meaning that if you don't pay for the Patreon, you can't listen to it. I'm pretty sure it's everyone figured that out pretty quickly. Uh, Patreon.com slash HeyFam is where you head to to hear all the episodes of Hey FM that previously exist. Uh, we've done episodes all about Kanye. We've done episodes all about Wes Anderson uh, soundtracks. We've done episodes all about video game soundtracks and our favorite songs of last year. And tonight we are going 10 years into the past. Yeah. Um, and we are going to be doing an episode all about 2008 and our favorite songs. 10 years ago, some might year. call it. Yeah, like me. 10 I, seconds yeah, ago. I, man, this was hard. 2008 was. It I, wasn't as good a year for music as I remember. I thought it was 2007. I was picking a lot of 2007. One of my songs came out in 2007, but wasn't released as a single until December 31st, 2007. So I like I say, that. And you know what? That fits the Hottest 100 cutoff. Okay, good. So it does. It's going to be that last month of December up until when voting starts. So it's, also, I, it's also like far and away like my, my favorite song from that decade. So is it? Has to Do be I know there. it? It's a Soldier Boy song. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you what will song know is it. it? Uh, ya trick ya. Do you know that one? Is your favorite song of that decade? Like, is that is that Levin's hyperbolic uh, claim? I can I mean, hear? Everything is, but <laughs> that when that song comes on, I want to rip my shirt off and punch the air. And no other song from that decade does has, that has me has without effect. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, two thousand eight was a weird year, and I, I didn't. I, I'm looking back, I was like, I was pretty uncertain about who I was. Yeah, well, I think we were both. We both at one point worked at the same place. Did you? Say I was two thousand nine. Oh right, okay. Sure. Yeah, so, there was I'm, no. Yeah, I'm in a. I'm, uh, little, We're Eskimo little, brothers, but we just was there at different times. On one hand, these shows are about us playing music, but on the other hand, they are an insane amount of extra commentary yeah, about our lives. It's hard. That was, that was relating a to music, so it's going to be a pretty personal episode of Hey FM. I don't. I blocked a get, lot of 2008 out. We're, we're going to uncover was looking, it. Yeah, we're going to pull, pull these pull these memories back out. Lots yeah, of, it's going to be tough, man. I've got some weird music on here because I, I, I picked mostly songs that I love, and then a few songs that are like. I can't do a 2008 retrospective without playing a song from this particular artist. Yeah, right. My, I went through my iTunes and I got to say the 2008 
when I typed in search by year was like one of the the pithiest years. <laughs> there wasn't a lot going on that year for me in terms of music. What's crazy is that I got the like the first laptop that I started backing up in 2008. Oh wow! So I have all my you got de- 10 years all, of all my DJ playlists from 2008. That's crazy. Still exist. That's uh, that's wild. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're doing after this episode, and you can yeah. hear hear what we record over at um, Patreon.com/slash/HeyFam. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about a little movie that came out. Little indie, little indie flick, indie darling Tom Cruise, Thomas uh, uh, Mapatha Cruise the Fourth. Really, that's his full name. That's ridiculous. M A P O T H E R. Um, the sixth movie. It's only ridiculous if you want it to be ridiculous. I mean, it is ridiculous no matter. Like being the fourth of anything. Yeah, that means there's three other Thomas Mapatha Cruises yeah, it's out like there. That's just, just lazy parenting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, sixth episode. Uh, episode episode star. Movie. Okay, George Lucas. In, uh, of the Mission Impossible franchise came out. It's called uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. That's right. After three, they dropped the numer- numerical signifiers. Mm-hmm. Um, They're not referring this as MI6 at any point? No, it's just Mission Impossible <laughs> 1 through 3, then uh, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, okay. and Fallout. And this is the one, first one ever, which is more or less a direct sequel. To the, the one before the fifth one, yeah, sure. Which you hadn't seen, right? I, I got there were a few. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get into the, that because yeah. I, I thought it would be more fun if I went into it almost. Yeah, no, that's great. As blind I, I was possible. just clarifying. You didn't see that one, did you? As opposed to you, who like has you've pretty much only watched Tom Cruise content for the last month. Yeah, it was for a good reason too. Yeah, I'm gonna be making money off that later. <laughs> but we'll uh, talk about that in another episode. So later in this episode, we'll be doing a, uh, a spoiler-filled uh, review of Mission Impossible. Yeah, I saw 6. an early screening, and it was kind of too early. And we know some of you get upset when we speak about movies, or even the trailers to those. Or movies. even yeah, that's just, like, I actually don't care about that one. <laughs> I don't even care about the other one, but I'm gonna be nice about it. The trailer thing's stupid. Like it's it, it's been specifically chosen by the studio that you're okay to see this. It's not a spoiler. Um, on the other hand, so we, we've given this is kind of like a lot of breathing distance, but I think it's good. I think uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and for the review of, I would give yeah. for this movie is twenty twenty. Also, is uh, well, save something for the for the review. You spoiled. I think that was no, that wasn't a spoiler. Okay. Yeah, you, you, everyone knew you were going to love it. Yeah, but what did I love it? That's the question. I mean, I have been living in Mapeth's world. Uh, <laughs> it's like Bobby's world, the TV show. That's a sick show. That I probably don't ever need to review. I was about to say, it's probably it not sick. sick. You yeah. probably had a good time watching it as an <laughs> eight-year-old when you didn't pay taxes. Would you rather, like, if, if we, like, put made a bet mm. which show holds up better, Bobby's World or Boy Meets World? Boy Meets World. You reckon that it was holds rebooted up recently and it was one of the sick reboots, as I like to call it, the Force Awakening uh, reboot where Corey, was it Corey was the lead? The kid? Boy Meets World? Remember. He's the father and it's about his teenage daughter. Oh, whoa. Girl Meets World, it was called. And him and the girl that he loved in it. Tabitha, Tamaritha. Tamar- it's a whack name like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Tam- they're, they're, they're her parents. Tamara. Which is sick. Everyone's, so everyone's like, Levens, we know you, you said reboot- you, you had a laptop in front of you. Why don't you use it? I refuse to. They haven't uh, released Bobette's World, the uh, remake <laughs> of Bobby's daughter. Why are you going like... Wayne? Lorena Bobette, yeah, the yeah. chick that cut, cut off the dick. Great shit. Yeah. Great shit. So yeah. we'll talk about uh, Mission Impossible later on. Um, also on the... Nothing uh, but 90s references. <laughs> on the small screen, uh, I've been... Uh, I've got a Monica Lewinsky joke soon. <laughs> can't wait. My yeah. favorite television show of all time has returned for its seventh season. Which should I, Tom Cruise isn't any in TV shows. <laughs> Maybe it's some Tom Cruise jokes. Venture Brothers. Is he in Tom Cruise? Is Tom Cruise in Venture Brothers? Yeah, he plays all the characters. Why, why haven't I watched it? You're insane, bro. Uh, so Venture Brothers back. I want to talk about the, the return of that. Um, and I've also been watching Angus's favorite show of all time, yeah. Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's the best show of all time. And I think I watched your favorite episode last Not night. Not my favorite, but it's, it's it's a favorite. It's like the one of the best episodes. It's If there was a shitty top 10 list, 
half the series would be in it because it's a very short series, but this would be in, in the top five. I want to go through um, an insane amount of games that I've been playing or have purchased yeah. or been given recently um, just to show you how many amazing games <coughs> are on... Uh, I don't know, what's wrong with my voice today? Uh, it's I had too many hot sauce with dinner. Yeah. You got water. I mean, it's fine. If people, uh, part of the charm of HeyFam is your cough. <laughs> There's a lot of coughing on HeyFam. It's like you're the Kevin Smith. You know how you always hear him weed up? Yeah, like lighting you're up You're the aftermath joint. of that. You're like the reality. You're What's like, more annoying, me clearing my throat every 30 seconds or him lighting up a joint every Definitely him lighting up because he just you're like, gets oh, dumb man, at each time. You can't even pass that on the right-hand side yeah. through a podcast. And then you start telling me to stop working in porn. <laughs> that <laughs> I'm better than that every time you cough. Um, Angus has also recently finished God of War. Yeah, we're just like doing old stuff now. We're talking about shows from 20 years ago, well, games and, that came out. And a movie that came out a week and a half ago. Yeah, I thought it so, came out ages ago. I, I've, you got it, You saw a very early screening, so I must feel like that. Yeah, and also, that, you meant that as we know, that's a good sign when there's an early screening. Because we intended to talk about it last week, but it hadn't been released in Australia yet. Or maybe it was the day of. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, we have a, a new, a, a special guest. Um, I bought a HomePod um, yep. recently. The so, future's um, here. Hey Siri, say hello. Hello. That was, that was actually good. <laughs> How's that? that was good, Siri. Thanks. You passed the test. She's a better host than us. She hey. enunciates. No coughing. <laughs> hey, Siri, enjoy your morning. That's my one now. Okay. She doesn't, she doesn't want to enjoy your morning. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I'm here. Drop a pic and say, I'm here. Here, She's great. She's off the hook. So I got a home. I got a HomePod. I think it's the first Apple product that I've bought before you. Yeah, my dad as well. I'm getting roasted by both my mans out here. You're both <laughs> just like talking to robots in the house. I'm, I'm. Uh, here's me, an intellectual, um, just, just like literally scrolling through a playlist and hitting play and connecting wirelessly to a speaker. So I've been given. I was given a Sonos speaker for some work I did like a year and a half ago, and uh, I was. I, I had that set up for last year, and yeah, it's like pretty good. It was. It's a good quality speaker. Where but is it now? Uh, it's in a box in, in my cupboard. You should sell that. I'm going to. That's wise. Um, but uh, <laughs> man, the UI is so bad on mm. a Sonos speaker. It takes so long to set up. It, it, they make you like pull your iPhone out and wave it around the room so, to tune the speaker to your room. That's really weird. Uh, so the, the setup process for a Sonos speaker is about half an hour. You're kidding? <laughs> no. Wow. And also, I have a lot of music on my laptop and it wants to scan through all the music on the laptop. Yeah, sure. So you can play from it. Um, but it only it stopped at W because there's oh. too mu- too many songs on my laptop. And, really, so and it can only take a certain library, yeah, like so, size. Yeah. Oh wow. So stupid. That's it, weird. Yeah, and uh, it got really irritating because um the, my iOS updated and I could no longer like uh, change this change my uh, like the song on the Sonos or even just hit next or whatever through my watch or through... Yeah, you had to go through a Sonos. Yeah, to actually open up the app. app. Yeah. yeah, right. And it was just like... That's shit. Yeah, whereas the... the I don't even need to like use a controller for this HomePod. Speak, I can just, baby. Just talk, talk to it. I'd be like, uh, hey, Siri, um, play John Cougar Mellencamp. Sure. Here's a personalized station of John Mellencamp. Personalized? Yeah, now it's playing. I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's like we're at the sports exactly. bar. Exactly. Let's just leave it on in the background. People can, yeah. can guess what it's playing. No, it's not. Hey Siri, stop. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great great it. purchase. Yeah, and you got kids who the last thing you want to teach kids is 
how to use a thing properly. You know what I mean? Like, let's get them ready for the future. They're, you should never let them speak to a driver of a car because, you know, everyone, they're going to have autonomous drivers. Yes, I have both both kids, the two-year-old and the four-year-old, um, Tilly and Archie, both yelling Siri, hey Siri, etc. in the uh, in the house at it's all so times. It's so good. It's not annoying. Um, it's and, cute. And uh, Archie can make it work. Uh, Tilly doesn't really say sentences it's yet. That, so she can't do kinda, the R's yet. It just kind of goes like, dude, dude. And then like, sorry, Apologizes. I have no idea what you're talking about. Damn, like, yeah. Siri, getting, Siri getting roasted by Tilly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Tilly getting roasted by Siri. Um, it's inspired some bizarre conversations from uh, Archie. He asked B the other day, mummy, where does Siri live? That's huge. What did you say? What uh, did she say? I don't know. Uh, hey, B. I'm recording at my house tonight. Rare opportunity to ask my wife questions. What did Archie say when you, when you asked him, um, when, when he asked you, where does Siri live? Um, I said something like I tried to explain that Siri wasn't really real. And I was kind of like, oh, she's not real. She lives on. And then I was like, I'm not going to try and explain the internet. Um, and then he kind of just thought for a minute and didn't say anything. Then he said, oh, but I want to meet her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So much better uh, response than when I told him that the, the purple and yellow wiggle got divorced last week. <laughs> You said the what? Oh, yeah, the Wiggles. Yeah, Jeff wouldn't have done that. Thanks, B. Your first ever appearance on HeyFam, I think. I don't think so. She's been on it before. Okay. When? Uh, last time we recorded here. Okay. What do we, make, we, what do I, we make her say? I don't know. She said it, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, told, uh, I told Archie that... Um, the Wiggles slid up? Yeah, Emma and Lucky Wiggle, who did, got it, get, they got a divorce. Yeah, and, back and when I like... I said, they're not married anymore, and he got so upset. And B had to, like, like <laughs> sort everything out. It was no good. Well, like... You know, back in the day, you could enjoy the Wiggles and not worry about them breaking up, mm. you know? And even if they did, they wouldn't They wouldn't do a press release. So, you're saying there shouldn't be women in, in the Wiggles? No, I'm saying they should all be women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's what I've, I've been saying that for 20 years now. <laughs> um, also, the other day, um, they, look, Archie, don't dip, Archie goes, hey. You know, just don't dip the pen in the company ink. Is that, that's, a, is that a euphemism? Yeah, it's like don't fuck people you work with. Oh, right. It is a euphemism. It's legitimately. It's legitimately. Is a bit? No, I'm just like, don't do it. Like, uh, look at the, you, they made a kid cry. Yeah, totally. No, they probably they made, probably they probably, I reckon like, I reckon hundreds of children around the world learned what divorce is the other night. Because this is of, wild. Because of the Wiggles. Don't dip a pen in the company ink, boys. Yep, that's that, that should be the Wiggles' next single. Just do rogue trading instead. <laughs> just, <laughs> just boiler room at Vin, Vin Diesel style. Have you seen Boiler Room? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. He's good in it. Good. It's a good movie. Um, the other day... Archie was like, hey, um, can we tell Siri to turn the TV on? And I was like, no. Not yet. Not yet. And Archie goes, aw. <laughs> well, you can. Like, like we got this use. You can. You have to. You need to get a special plug for your TV and it's got to be connected. Yeah. And then the sound plays out through the HomePod speaker. I don't want no, that. No, I don't think so. You can just, you, what you can do, you, you know, there's a home app on your phone. Yeah. So what you do, you, you've got to get those expensive ass plugs that are like. Um, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then you fire up the home app and you link everything. So it's like. Hey Siri, turn on the lights, and she'll turn on the lights. Right. And oh, you, you've, you've spoken to her now. She's gonna, she's gonna have something. My friend's say. done it. Yeah, I know Siri. I know. You okay, you're doing a great job. We're roasting you, me and Siri. Okay, Siri, stop. Um, but we're leaving his house, and he said it because we're going somewhere. And I was like, oh man, all your lights are on, like a fucking peasant. And he's like, no, don't worry. He's like. Hey, and I'm not going to say the name because it's going to pick up. Can you turn off the TV and all the lights? And it just went, like, didn't say anything. How, awesome. how many comes did you do when that happened? Infinite, in Infinity War. <laughs> still coming. Yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm still with it. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, I'm still coming. 
Conker's Ang- Bad Fur Day. <laughs> I'm rebooting Conker's Bad Fur Day. Uh, Angus, let's talk about video games. Hell yeah. Um, you finished God of War. Yeah, I finished the game, God of War. Last week. I was we- like, it's pretty good. Yeah, you were like eight, eight, eight out of ten. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to bump it up to a nine now. Wow. Yeah, there's still some things um, which bothered me a bit. Mm-hmm. Mainly mm-hmm. to do with certain controls, certain... Like I said, I got spoiled a lot with Breath of the Wild, which is a terrible thing to to do to always like uh, the curse of a great game. Yep. But also it's a game in a market that you've decided to release another game in. So it's pretty, I can't help but compare it to something else that's really affected me. Sure. Um, it was a great game. The ending was great. I, I love the intimacy. Um, it went on paths I didn't expect, which was great. It was a lot of, I think I was expecting a bigger game and I'm not sure if it's because I heard comments or something, but it's really interesting that like, this isn't a critique. It, it was parts of it were anticlimactic and I enjoyed that. Like you didn't go to this big world full of giants and have a huge battle. You had the battle. You're getting stopped going there and had a huge fight. Yeah, and, sure. Yeah. And I, it was anticlimactic in a sense, but wasn't. Mm. There was a lot of bait and switches, um, which made things kind of anticlimactic, but I was never, you, not, in, not in a negative sense. Did you enjoy the storytelling? Um, I mean, everything sounds the same. Every every god and every realm and everything sounds but awfully familiar to me. And I had a lot of trouble following like the stories. Like they're like Nyanya came to Nyanya, and then uh, my eyes came oh, out. I meant I meant overall. Oh yeah, the game the itself. Story, yeah. is, the story is beautiful. Yeah, but I mean, like I'm, I'm reading a book at the moment. Neil Gaiman uh, okay, yep. doing uh, North, myth- North mythology. Is, North is Fuck, it's hard. Every I mean, the book isn't hard, but the names they're all the same. It's all Nyanya Lots and of J's. like. Something Heim and something Heim and Elfenheim and Milfenheim and you're like, what's the difference? I've read, Call it I've Ice read. World, like Mario style. Just go like, <laughs> just go like Fire World, Ice World, Piranha Plant, Piranha pl- Underwater Level, um, like uh, Mar- for Air Fortress. Kratos teaches typing. Seriously, Air Fortress level. Just, just it's gonna make it so much easier for me to read. Yeah, it's like I get it. It's a thing that happened that language. But a bit disappointing the Nordic language. I could have called things other names. <laughs> so this is the this is my favorite review since you reviewed the font just, of Golf Story. Yeah, just you reviewing like Nordic the, the language in, in, in <laughs> like a beautiful knowledge. language that's developed over millennia. I'm just like, nah, a lot of stuff did sound the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like different names, spread them out, Jeff. <laughs> Everyone, Aaron, they just have different <laughs> names, they're all so similar. They're like Nuno and Elfen Nine, and like I didn't every time I was in a boat with that fucking head. I oh, see, I love those, I love that. Well, I didn't know what was going on, all the stories were the same, and <laughs> the names are all the same. And I just couldn't get attached. I wanted some graph, like at least give me a diagram. Do the- you have the um, the text? Yeah, of, but another the- thing, the hub and stuff, and the everything was so small that I had Maybe a problem seeing sucks. it. No, my TV's fine. It's just not that big. Right. It's not a super big TV. So it sucks. It doesn't suck. I mean, it's the next size down from yours. Yeah, which mine is like officially like borderline suck. Yeah, maybe it's the same. I can't tell. No, it's bigger. The, yeah, yours is slightly bigger. Every, every time I go to your house, I measure it. Yeah, you do. When I go to the toilet, yeah. you're just still checking. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, whatever. That's a dumb thing. I mean, I, I, I me critiquing the font, the size is dumb. I, I, accept, I accept that, but not the language. I'm still going to stand by that one. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sounded the same. The best thing about the Thor um, version of Nordic Gods, like it's very visual, <laughs> and like imagine the Thor movies being Stanley's decapitated head describing Thor to you, and that's what I found all those boat scenes like. Like I wasn't into it. It was just boring. Like I need the action. How need- good would that be if that's like 
His next cameo. No, in, yeah, like he's in the Spider-Man game. It's just a decapitated tear. Kill head. myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, at least they have like. <laughs> at least they have uh, cocaine. Let me tell you next. the time Electro tried to <laughs> rob a bank. I just found it. Boy, I found it annoying. Like I like quiet moments in games. And this fucking like Billy Conley light stand-up dude was telling me shit stories, and I actually found it really distracting. He's like legit. Like, what's his name? Mirmir. I, I don't know because they all sound the same. He's like my one of my favorite characters in video games this year. Really? Yeah. I, 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 he was I annoying. Loved, he wouldn't shut up. I think like the I best love parts that, of like, like other games are just the quiet moments because then you go, oh, it's really quiet. I love this game. Like, you know, it just gave you something to pay attention to even when no, you were like it, traversing big open spaces. It annoyed the shit out of me. That's so funny. I hated yeah. that dude talking. He I, wouldn't like, shut up. To the point where like I would get to a destination and he'd be like, you know, mid-story and I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to wait around and oh, finish I'd be putting it on mute. I'd be like parking to get out quicker. Like he was annoying me seriously. He was a shit character. Yeah, well, so then I can see like if you if you didn't like that, I can totally see why that game wasn't like for me like that was just like so good. No, it was a lot of telling, and I like I'm a fan of like showing yeah. the story. It was a lot of like here's why something's important. I guess it was like director's commentary. Yeah, like I, I expect that level of um uh like scripted dialogue from a PlayStation game. So no, I, like think of Last of Us and stuff. There's just, there's, there's some so parts which are so quiet. quiet. So You're like, kidding me. There's a lot of quiet moments in that game where the characters aren't constantly being like, there's a zombie around here and they became zombies because of this thing that got in their blood cells. And it's just like, no one cares. Like, let us discover that throughout the game. Like, it was just telling me too much. And like, well, this guy's this guy's brother and you got to not like him. And I was like, let me figure that out. I just found it was a lot of telling. Sure. It was like a bit ham-fisted to get the story across. I, th- I found to, to get me. those particular little stories across. The extra yeah, but they all added to the <laughs> overall world. I'd rather be shown in other ways. Well, you kind of did. You discover those big tomes and yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. that that was nice. It was sparingly done, but when it was like any time you weren't playing the game or traversing, yeah, yeah, it was sure. just here's a story, and I was like, it's actually adding nothing to the game for me. Yeah, right. I loved it. I, I that was one thing I didn't like that fucking head. <laughs> And he's, I'm not going to say his name. Mia Mia. Just like Sorry. I'm never using certain fonts. <laughs> it sounds like a, Mia sounds Mia. Like a Mia meme Mia? cat. Yeah, it sounds like a shit I'm thing that someone makes and then makes a t-shirt out of. Like real 2008 internet, Tazon Day style. You know, like really getting behind a dumb meme. So is God of War in your top three games you've played so far this year? It could be. I've just got to remember the other two. Celeste, Owlboy. Owlboy's probably not my top two. Three. Maybe it is. I don't know. Far Cry? I had so much fun that I never thought I'd have a fun. Yeah, I'd put I'd put God of War in there. I think. I uh, when did have, other games come out? I've gotten so many games in the last. Yeah, two you and weeks. I have polar opposites at the moment of not only enjoying headless Scotsman, <laughs> but uh, the amount of games we have on Nintendo Switches. Like I'm at a gentleman's thirty or something. Yeah, um, I, you counted. Just before we hit record, I have, I have 150 games on my literally Switch 150 now. games. Uh, and uh, just to go through, how does some- that make you feel? Feels great. I mean, I wish there was more time in in the world to play them. Um, But I've been playing a lot of Iconoclasts, which came out last week. um, In the last week, Metroidvania, like yeah, one hundred percent. I would say I would say months of eighty eighty of the one hundred and fifty games would be Metroidvanias. I reckon. Yeah, it seems to be a real thing and. Is it is it going to be a bubble burst? Like, are people just going to get sick of Metroidvanias? I don't know. Or are the good I, I, ones really se- like easy to separate from the? Yeah, bad I haven't ones? played a bad one, but I've I've I know like the the, the thing I about think I've played one on a the lot Switch. of these. You played um, Steam, oh, you didn't play Steam or Dig, did you? No, no, damn. Um, is that a Metroidvania? That's a Metroidvania. Yeah, that's a exceptionally good one, and Hollow Knight as well. They're probably like the top two on there. I know, like Dead Cells <clears> is a popping one, which 
Yeah, I got that. It's so good that you'd plagiarize a review over and get fired. (laughs) So what happened there? Let me read out my review. Yeah. uh, I I haven't played the game yet. Yeah, yeah. So it was like word (laughs) for word. It was word for word, wasn't it? Uh, No, no, no. There was like... uh, Angus is referring to uh, a guy from IGN who plagiarized a smaller YouTuber review of the game Dead Cells. But like it was like very, very... It was structured the same way he every paragraph mentioned the same things mm. that the other um review did and then there were like a lot of phrases and like that he ran through a thesaurus or something and it was just like how do i say not even not even it was just like like Man, rearranged sentences you'd, you'd run it through a thesaurus and someone found like an example of one of his other reviews doing that too he was fired from the fire he, like he's been fired from IGN. he was like the host of uh nintendo voice chat so he's gone. relatively new and like he came on board i like that that's one of my favorite podcasts or it used to be um, you got james gunn <laughs> Uh, no, no, I'm joking. He, he didn't plagiarize ten years ago. Yeah, um, he didn't apologize he for plagiarizing ten years yeah, ago. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, he he was like he, like just the classic case of like, oh, you know, he's not as good as the old host. I'll keep giving him a chance, and like, I really gave him so many chances, but I just like I was like, oh, I want to like this guy, but I, you know, you got a reason not to. Yeah, bro, now you got to adopt my motto: trust no one. You know that. <laughs> I don't trust anyone. It's I don't trust t- you. Tattooed on it's what your tramp stamp says. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust you. I, it's weird. I show up to do this every week. <laughs> I trust you. Don't um, yes, yeah, so Iconoclast is awesome. It's like, like um, made by one dude. I don't have so much like respect for like, like I'll never make a game. I'll never be on a team that makes it's a game. It's because you're a well-rounded person. But when someone <laughs> is able to make one all by themselves, people. like they spend 10 years making a fucking incredible, yeah, it's a bit depressing, isn't weird it? game. Do you think that's amazing? <laughs> it's okay. I don't know. Maybe rally some troops together. <laughs> Just go outside, talk to somebody, get two people working on it. Come out in five years. Like, it's This feels like we've swapped this because I feel like you're being sensible and i'm being like no they should lock themselves in their room for a decade and work maybe on he, art, did he really art. did he really make it by himself the whole game yeah yeah that happened for our boy too and um and cave story yeah yeah i mean i'm sure they have like you know people i hope so i want to i'd like to uh siri i'd like the um the history of like the, the the commerce chamber to show me who was working on these teams at the time <laughs> his name's konjak but yeah um, the story is like bonkers it's like yeah. one of the coolest um, it looks cool. I've seen some videos kind of and stories. Stuff of it. It's like all about like religious cults and That's so Evangelion. <laughs> yeah, but this is really really sick. Um, yeah, and then uh, I I just got a bunch of really good. Um, you know the the developers um, Devolver Digital. Yeah, I know the name. Um, so they're having like, Malva. They're doing <laughs> Seinfeld joke. <laughs> Dolores Digital. Their biggest game is like Enter the Enter the Gungeon. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. I know and they're, they're having like it's called the Summer of Devolver, and so they're putting out like six, six games on on the Switch over summer. Um, the last one they're putting out is called The Messenger, which is one it of was the a indies. Surgical Summer originally. Did you know that? Pusha T called it Surgical Summer. Oh, that's when right. He was, it's, yeah. not, it's not that So anymore. it's not Surgical Summer no, no, anymore. No, what was it now? Summer of Devolver, I guess. Does Pusha T, is he going to diss Devolver? <laughs> Does Devolver have a kid? <laughs> or, or old photos of them in blackface? Yes, yeah, there's like Star Photo 2016 <laughs> yeah. and they're all in black. And like, no, we were acting. Um, what, what game have they got? Um, well, they've got Minute coming out this week. Which oh, I, yeah, I've, I know I've, Minute. I've I'm going to get that. Before. It's really, really good. And I was it, waiting for that because it was on a PS4. And, yeah, yeah. I played on uh, PS4. It's like basically the, 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 the PS4 hurts my eyes. The gimmick you know. is... Uh, you die every minute, right? Yeah, every minute you die. And then you yeah. have to, then you respawn it where It's kind of how I feel. Saved. <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of fun with this one. Um, every minute someone disappoints me to the point where I'm dead, basically. The graphic style is really simple and sweet. It looks like um, Link's Awakening, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. It's like black and white Link's Awakening. It's like a Zelda adventure except you die every minute and then have to frustrating no it's really fun they do it in a way where you'll it's probably hate it Just no i think i like it <laughs> okay <now>. good yeah. <laughs> you're like i love dying um but they yeah they also they recently Q. put Donnie out Darko song. not a hero and crossing souls oh what's not like, a hero 
Not a hero. Oh, like I saw a, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, really colorful, um, you know, 8-bit, 16-bit shooter. Um, Crossing Souls are top down. Like, yeah. 80s. Like a, set in the 80s. Yeah. It looks, that looks fun. <clears throat> yeah. I'm looking forward to playing both of those. Yeah. So they're all by Devolver. Yeah. And they've also got um, the Messenger coming, and they're putting out Broforce. Did you ever play Broforce? Yeah, it's like I did. you'd on love PS4. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like crazy characters. You like Ash from Evil Dead. You do with Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And yeah. you come back as different people each yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. We played that on PS4. Yeah, so in my old house. Be so good. Two to play players on. and shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. played it. Yeah, be yeah. super good to play on Switch as well. I reckon it's a perfect Switch. Surgical uh, <laughs> for Surgical Summer. Uh, that's that's that's. A hot, I wish hot we pick. did click. Can we? It's our winter. It's our winter. So, so can we, we've got to come up. We've got a few months to come up. We're going to call it something. Why don't we call winter something? Uh, yeah. Work winter. Uh, wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not my, not my, not my uh, podcast. Um, Overcooked 2 just came out. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it's that. I got really hungry the last time I played it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I, we, I got really hungry. We ordered pizza. At someone's house That's so good We're hungry We're playing And I'm like Can we Like and I'm sick of making Then food. the pizza came over And you lit it on fire And Then I, I threw can, it at threw somebody it at the I, I, Yeah I put it on a conveyor and, belt And broke up with your with your partner Yeah It was good fun um, I find that game so stressful It's stressful as hell But I keep hearing People talk about their experiences With the sequel And it just sounds like they've added so much incredible it's depth and now, craziness to this. Which is crazy. Like you will be playing uh say let's say you you start the level and you're 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 a catering team yeah. work it's a, it's a co-op game where basically you have to cook. Yeah. Um right? And so you're catering it's about team, giving up duties and owning them and being exactly. like Exactly. And, and communicating in the real this. world. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can then communicate in the game. So I find online would be so hard. I guess with a headset. Oh yeah, um, any other console. Yeah, it's easy. Switch is going to be real hard. Uh, but then yeah, you um uh, like say like your your catering team is on a hot air balloon, so you are in the air and then you drop and, and stuff. then like yeah, then the, the hot air balloon catches fire and drops, and then suddenly apparently you you, you like so you'll be cooking like pizza or hot dogs or something yeah. at the side of the level. Then you'll get dropped, and then you land in a sushi restaurant. So now you have to make sushi. Yeah, it's wild. It's so, so fucking change. cool. That's and so weird. sick. Um, so I'm really looking forward to uh, giving that a better shot. Yeah, Again, I'm going to hit that. Dead Cells, um, getting a lot of hype at the moment. Lots of amazing re- reviews. It's like a uh, Metroidvania roguelike. That's so weird for the Switch um, to have yeah. an <laughs> independently developed Metroidvania roguelike. It's uh, it's very strange. I can't believe they did it. It's a very brave decision. <laughs> um, but man, I don't know. I, I, it looks really good. People are comparing it to like... Having being more like Castlevania than Metroid, even yeah, though sure. you shoot a lot, the mechanics are similar yes. to Castlevania. Um, look, I just they're, they're, they're so well suited to Switch. These I know it's hilarious how many of them there are, but they there work. are a lot. They I mean, work. the Switch is basically it can be a triple A machine or like Steam games from six months ago in your hand. Like yeah. that's that's pretty much what, the, and that's not a diss. No, it's, that seems to be what the Switch it's is. It's so good. I, I, I just I, I just think portably these these games lend it so well. What else have I got? Semblance, which is like a platform game where you actually like modify the platforms. So that you like, if you if you need to get higher, you stomp on the ground and then as you move part of the ground lower, the other ground gets higher. So then you can reach right. higher levels. Um, what else have I got there? You got uh, Code Code of Princess, a extremely boob sliders right up. Oh yeah, uh, I saw that one. It's uh, like a game. 3DS game, right? Yeah, N- Nicholas put it out. Um, Good on them. <laughs> be fun back on there but is it good oh yeah man Nicholas is like such, such a good publisher no I mean I know they're good but it means a game good uh, I haven't played it yet but it's yeah. like a you know like a, an RPG fighter sure um, beat him I'm up. just playing I, I'm, I'm just still octopathing at the moment yeah so I'm you like yeah. me I'm taking my time with games yeah like a fine wine I'm more mature now than you and so I, I drink whiskey over the course of a few years I'll enjoy a bottle I think yeah octopath is going to be one that I'm going to chip away at I reckon I'll hopefully finish it by the end of the year but yeah. it's not I like playing a chapter yeah. And then, and then going it's and very good at that. Else. It's very yeah. good at doing a chapter. 
I'm just really looking at this sound. I'll get trashed because I've like only played like I haven't done everybody's first chapter yet. And I just can't wait to get them out of the way. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done everyone's I'm doing first the introductions yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, I've done one. And you, you spend about, if you watch everything and read every bit of dialogue, it takes like 60 minutes or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like six in. It's cool. I, 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 I couldn't play more than two hours at a time on, yeah. of that game. It get, it's yeah. just not my kind of game. I get, I get over that kind of gameplay pretty quickly. And I need to be a 16-bit cube jumping over... This guy loves indie games. 8-bit lava. It's, it's, it's what's true. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Conga Master Party. Pretty fun. It's like the Conga dance. How many game. of these games... Um, Look, there are a lot on there that I haven't played yet. You haven't played, right. <laughs> I heard Pool Panic wasn't great. I played like, yeah, I reviewed this in the latest episode of All the Small Games, which is all indie games all the time. Um, and uh, it's it's fun, but I'm, you know I'm a bit of a completionist? Yeah. So at the end, it rates you and you have to like, like it'll be like, did you sink all the holes? Did you yeah. sink all the balls in the holes? Did, did you, you drop all the picks? Did you, yeah, did, you, did you do it in this particular time yeah. frame? Did you not sink the white ball? Um, and I don't know, something else. And if... It's really, really hard and it doesn't really communicate how to do certain things within each level. And I just right. think it would drive me insane to try and hit the achievements on yeah. all of them. It's so to play it, I have to get rid of that part of my brain and yeah. just just sure. enjoy it as like a goofy pool game. Is it okay? It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it just, I need to get, I need to lose my... Did you finish Susie Striker? I'm pretty far into it. It's good. Yeah. That, again, that's another great game just to always have on me at all mm-hmm. times and, and play a little bit at, at a time. All kinds of good games. That's good. Well, look, that wraps up Games Talk. Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to get back into it because I was five minutes. I missed the first five minutes of Mission Impossible this morning. You're kidding. Because I was finding the new WarioWare gold game for 3DS. You're kidding. You missed the start. You dumb cunt. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. You can buy that. It wasn't like it's selling out. It is. But you could have got it after the movie. That's so disrespectful. Man, I would have asked you to leave. If you were Tom Cruise? No, if I was in the cinema, I'd just be like, you get out, you missed the star. Like, you, it's like plays, come in halfway through and have a worse experience. Well, when, we, when we talk about that movie, you go, I'll find out how much of the movie I missed. Yeah, this is some Last Jedi shit right now. <laughs> this is crazy, man. I hate cinema. It's so weird. Why would you go buy like that 3DS game before? Why, why couldn't you I go I had heaps, No, I thought I had heaps of time. Normally, it's like half an hour of previews. And man, you, I don't, I don't previews have, are the best. Uh, no, they're not. Yeah, they're awesome. I don't want to like know about. Sit down I don't know like, about no the, the local the local specials. I love to know them. I love to meet my local pharmacist. I love to know what's out there. It's very classist that you don't do this. You got to meet. You got to be friendlier. It's good. It's a good, basically like a uh, town hall experience going to the cinema these days. I prefer to watch uh, television. Yeah, well, like, we also how that turned out. Television like the Venture Brothers. I like to watch the CW shows. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why we're, we're laughing for another reason. No, you will, I, mean, I don't watch CW shows. I I, yeah, I, I find it so funny that people seem so invested in the fact that they exist and I know so yeah. few people that actually watch them. Same. They're, well, i tell you why, because we don't hang out with teenagers. And that's cool. Like, yeah, if I was a teen. I'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. but th- That's cool. And that was airing on like Channel 10 at 9.30. Yeah, but if you're, if you're in your mid-20s, and you're trying to add me on Facebook <laughs> and your cover photo is like the cast of a CW um, superhero show. I'm, I'm I'm not accepting your friendship, and that's that's just a line I'm not willing to cross. And this. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, I, I won't do that. I won't do Would you do that? Uh, Some motherfucker coming. I'm, I'm definitely making my the, the my, my balls on you coming I'm, I'm gonna, up. I'm gonna do that right. You now. make it like the arrows. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst of them? Leagues of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I was reading some descriptions of them the other day, which is great. Like, everyone who loves them hates me right now, but <laughs> everyone was basically, by the third season, it gets really good. I'm like, who's got the time to watch? I mean, look, I can't talk. I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and that is. By definition, a bad show until it's halfway a, through. Marvel the first, have basically said it's a CW show. I know, right? <laughs> Um, but I love it. Like I get it. It's one of those things, like where I'm a dis, and I, I watch I reckon, shit. I reckon I'm just being mean. I'm being dumb. Like watch whatever you want. I reckon we would cringe our way through like half of, half a season, and then we'd just be hooked, and then it would just be this thing that we know yeah. that we know isn't that good, but we love. Yeah. yeah, I know that people like actively like hate what Arrow has become. What has it become? Like. And the flat, like, because they're, 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 my problem with CW shows is that they're, they're soap operas first and foremost, with yeah. like, a little bit of. Well, they have to be because the budget only makes them be that. Like, they can't be fuck off super. No, but like movies. the dramatic stuff is so over oh, the top. Oh, totally. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not A grade actors because they're in movies. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? It's like it can only be a certain thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm knocking a shit I haven't seen before and I actually don't care. You've never watched like one second of a CW show? I watched show. season one of The Arrow. A whole season? But uh, toward. I watched. Maybe eight episodes. Well, that's actually more than one. I've watched like five episodes of Arrow. I watched eight. And I was just like, I, I watched up to shit. the Deadshot episode of Arrow, and I, I loved that character at that yeah. point. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was just like, it was lame. Yeah, it was just like I can watch Batman Begins, and it was a much better version of what the story was trying to do because it was cutting through him being like yeah, arrested yeah, and yeah. all that shit and whatever. And so I just found the guy's a knob, like, like three minutes per episode teasing Deathstroke. Yeah, and like, oh. He got a green shirt. That will probably be part of his outfit you see in season five. I'm like, I'm not hanging around for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
It's like I'm like woe me now, uh, woo me now rather in season one. I also find it's like one of those. It's like a perfect example of like uh, a show that about superheroes watched by people that don't read comics about superheroes. And oh, I'm like, for sure. It's like man, the, read the comics. They're yeah, so much it's better. easier. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, my sister loves Riverdale, and I like, and I, I think Riverdale is almost like the exception to the rule because it's so far removed from an yeah, Archie comic. Yeah, it's like Archie Fox. <laughs> That's the difference now, isn't it? Yeah, they're all gay and they all have sex. They're all fluid. It's awesome. No, they're not though. Isn't Chughead fluid in the show? No, in the comics, he's uh, he's asexual. I thought he was in the show. Well, he no, he's but he's 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 very sexual in the show. That's oh, but I think he's fluid. Right. I think he's like any team. Uh, in my Jughead only wants to fuck burgers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, a crown of thorns. <laughs> is he really asexual? Maybe fuck. Yeah, probably fucks burgers. Yeah, well, and there's a great comic that Ryan North wrote, um, and it's uh, he Chug- falls in love with um, the like someone in a in a hamburger costume handing out. That's so wild. Coupons That's like for a burger. Furry shit. So he's a furry. No, he's a burgery. Yeah, but I mean, someone dressed he's up a as a burger. He's like a he knew it wasn't a burger, right? He's a patty. He appreciated the the fact a human could resemble a burger. I think he was like. I think he, I don't know, it was like he, he, someone made the decision to be a burger and that, that was really, really alluring to him. <laughs> My man's out here wearing a crown trying to fuck this burg. <laughs> Jughead is a cool character. It's, he's a very, very good character when, uh, when handled right. I don't know if, uh, if, uh, I, I, I don't know nothing job. about him except what you just told me then and I'm just declaring him cooler <laughs> than Batman. Official Batman. Why, no, tired Batman, wired Jughead fucking burgers. <laughs> nah, Batman's the best. Uh, Venture Batman Brothers. Rules. Um, only re- I've only ever read the six issues where Jim Gordon was Batman. I'm assuming that's what the whole series is like, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, just, it's just like that. It's about old, a robot cop. Old, decrepit robot. It's Robocop. Bat- yeah, yeah. Were they good? I didn't read those. I didn't either. Yeah, right. Um, I thought some of the designs were cool. Capullo's a good artist. Yeah, Capullo rules. I love his Batman art. He doesn't do it anymore, does he? No, he still does stuff with Snyder. They're like a... They just did a really ridiculous... Justice over the League? top. Uh, they did, it was called DC Dark Knight's Metal. Oh, that's right. It was like a thousand Batmans. Like, yeah, you put on fucking Judas Priest and you just read these comics, bro. That's cool. It's good to see <laughs> comics have advanced from yep. the 80s. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so Venture Brothers. Mm. Tried to uh, bring this up a few times. The guy at work who listens to Hey Fam was like, dude, start watching Venture Brothers. It was like literally after we did the last episode. Yeah. I, Shout outs to Sweet Baby Gerbs. So it's, uh, it's, it, it is a show that started in 2004 on, yeah. uh, on Adult Swim. And yeah. when it started, it was a... We we're like, not adults and now we are adults and we, we still can swim. Yep, very true. That's how much time has passed. It's like riding a bike. It is. You um, always forget. You do it in the water. You fuck the burger. <laughs> You're in the water with me. Um, and it was when it started, it was like a parody of like Johnny Quest. Yeah. I've like seen those. season one. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. So it gets incredibly... I mean, I know we just hung shit on CW shows between this. I feel like all shows, <laughs> season all shows are better than their first season. What, show, what, 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 what shows aren't? Um, Bored to death. Recent Simpsons. Oh, true. I'd rather watch season one over and over than the last... How many seasons of The Simpsons? 20-something? 30. 30. Oh, yeah, then 30. the last 22. Mm. I'd rather watch season one. Um, but yeah, Venture Brothers, it, it kind of... They're a dysfunctional family. Well, yeah, it's no, like... That was it, the it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, it's about Rusty Venture, who is like a failed one-time boy adventurer who's, yeah. whose father was a super scientist. Um, and he has uh, two boys who are raised... Um, without a, a mother. W- without a mother, but with a bodyguard, yeah. whose name is Brock Sampson. Who is... Um, Televisions, Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Yeah, you might know him as the Tick from the Tick live action series, not starring Peter Serafinowicz, and also as Dave Putty. Yes, from the 
Larry David produced series up until the last two seasons, Seinfeld. He was also in the most recent um, season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He was in the first five minutes of Mission Impossible Fallout, but you wouldn't know that. (laughs) Really? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, maybe. uh, You will never know. You haven't seen it. The first five minutes is Tom Cruise plays a Metroidvania on his Switch <laughs> and says it's Damn really it. a good system for it. And then plagiarizes every dead And then David Putty comes in and yeah, it's awesome. And then the movies, then they're like, all right, let's do the mission. And then you miss the best part. It's him talking and it's, yeah, it's him talking about indie games on Switch. <laughs> It's um, really good, but yeah. So that like in the uh, in the like basically it's it's this is run by by like pretty much all the scripts are written by the same two guys who also do like majority of the voices on, on the show. So this we're lucky if we get a season every two, maybe even three years. Sounds like a little show about another scientist and boy duo. I know. <laughs> No, I'm joking. What's that? Rick and Morty, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> two voice actors about a boy, old man that's angry in the science. Is it the same show as Rick and Morty? It's, it's, a, yeah, it's, a, it's the prequel to Rick and Morty. It's Rick and Morty. It's the better call soul to Rick and Morty. You need an even higher IQ to appreciate the Venture Brothers. That's crazy. Um, the last season- Can we get much higher? The last, can we hit 50? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the last season, they all moved to New York. And so, it's kind of set in New York now. It frequently does they like- They age, don't they? Yes. Which I know that's a big uh, part of it. And they frequently kind of like- do parodies of of like comic book tropes. They also are like have massive love for like glam rock and David Bowie. So there's heaps of uh, music references within it as well. Uh, it's just I I adore this show so much. I love every. It's a special place in your heart, and I understand that. And uh, every time, like I, it's something so special when a new episode comes out because it feels so rare. And like hmm. I almost like I'm like oh my god, I can't believe I'm watching. How do you watch Adventure it? Brothers? I downloaded it illegally and watch it on my television from a USB. That's awesome. There's, Real no, there's no other way hours. to watch the new the new series. If you want to catch up though, what are you um, doing? TV networks like fix your shit up. Like we're willing to pay a sensible price to watch shows. I think we if you if you pay for Anime Lab, you can stream all the older seasons yeah, you can. Or, or you can buy them all they're all like 14 dollars australian um to buy on the itunes store yeah right uh there were just there was a 65 dollar box set of every season of venture brothers thus Standard far definition though yes yeah, yeah dvd the only uh yeah i only do things high, highly defined those rays need to be blue seriously um, but yeah the uh uh the, so i was like I, I'm a, bit, a bit i'm a bit nervous when I'm watching these, you know, yeah, what, no, what I if it. like I build it up? Star Wars movie. I build up. I, I, I build it up. Yeah, I, yeah. So I'm I'm more excited for an episode of Venture Brothers than I am for a new Star Wars. Yeah, movie. That's, to put that's, things in context, that's fine. Um, and uh, the one most... is a huge cinematic event. <laughs> yeah, there's a show you watch on a you, USB if you watched stick. It, you would you would understand it. It is. Like, I would, but I'm just like let's not uh, let's not call. It's, it's my Martin person. Lamb. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I know. I'm, I'm just being a prick. I'm being a defensive Star Wars prick. Um, it's a shit franchise, Angus. Everyone knows it. Venture Brothers. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the most recent season, season seven started with the first episode, Mm -hmm. um, which was this like crazy episode that managed to bring back a bunch of characters that weren't in the last season at all. Like, it sounds like I'm describing an anime. That's how many like layers of different like characters, um, you know, and it was just, it expertly like divvied them up across these different like A, B, C and D plots. This is like a 20, 21 minute show, um, ended on a cliffhanger. And I actually think it was better than every episode from last season. It's a big call, but uh, one I can't argue no, with yeah. you because I haven't seen any of them. Um, so I was just going to say, like, it made me extremely happy. Um, yeah, it's back, baby. It's back and it's back. I think we get, I don't know how many, how many episodes this season is, but hopefully at least eight. Um, What's it on Adult Swim? Yep, Adult yep. Swim. If, if you live in America, you can watch it however the fuck you want because it's everywhere. That's cool. In Australia, it's a bit harder, especially when I watch the new it's ones. It's so gonna... shit. Like, we have the worst thing. Like, but I feel yeah, bad I for like, how... Game of Thrones fans because, you know, like, the only way you can watch it is by signing up to a 
particular cable thing here. You can't... Which I get for free now. So which you get for free, but you've got to get an app and then you've got to like... Yeah. You can't just leave an app on the They TV. don't have an Apple TV app, Foxtel. Yeah, you, have to, so you have to mirror from your laptop or, yeah. or phone. And then they're not even allowed to sell it on like Google Play or iTunes and until stuff until the season's, the season's done. That's so ridiculous. Stupid. Murdoch. If you have Foxtel, you're part of the problem. Even if you get it for free, I'm talking about you. Actually, I don't know. I haven't checked if the new Venture Brothers episodes are available on iTunes. Yeah, maybe it is. That would be awesome it. if they were. Um, There's I'm, probably I'm, some. Because it would be a much better way for me to watch them. There is some dumb prick that has uh, cable rights for it, you know? Dumb pricks. Um, so, yeah, Venture Brothers is back and it's really, really good. And uh, if you are a fan of the show and watch it, uh, hit me up. I love hit up. I love talking about the episodes afterwards. Might even start a, a, a personal chat of uh, Venture Brothers fans. We have a podcast. So few, many, so, so few of us. Um, but on to shows that you watch and love. Yeah. Neon Genesis, Evangelion. Evangelion. Uh, I've watched, I watched the ninth episode last night. Yeah. And, good app. Uh, it's the one where, um, uh, what are their names? Uh, uh, Shinji and Oscar. Yeah, they have to work together. Unit one, unit two. To fight, to take it down an angel. And uh, they do so by training to music. Because it's an angel that's, uh, it splits into two. Yep. And like they hydro. need to take it down. Mm-hmm. Quickly. To, yeah, in unison. And uh, man, what a fucking great episode. It's a great episode. It could be a movie plot. It could yeah, be, you it could has been that over plot. 90 minutes. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's basically Top Gun. Um, I'm I'm loving this series. Yeah, it's a quick update I'm, just to let you know that I'm play, loving I'm, I'm loving, loving this series it. that yeah. you knew I would love. I didn't know if you'd love it to be honest. Really? Because again, I you know I've, I watched it as a boy and now I am a man and I too have a very special time and a place for that show. But then also it is like the most probably well revered anime of all time, especially television series, and holds a very special place worldwide. So it's like all those people couldn't be wrong. But I was also <laughs> risky, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, but I, I don't care about the world who agrees that this show is a genius. And, and I, I could still acknowledge that it's a good show and not like it, I guess. Yeah, but you yeah. actually are enjoying I'm it. fucking So that's it. the best part. You're not watching it for like research purposes. It's just like, like the, 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 the mood it puts me in is so satisfying. It's a strange... Like, it, it's melancholic, isn't it? The it really show is. itself. Everything about it from that like, you know, really over the top and energetic opening theme. Yeah. And then this like very affecting... And like you know, with quiet, quiet moment, you know what it has? There's no Scottish head explaining what's oh, going on. I have an audio track that he, yeah, Mimi just shows up and Kill just, and just See, tells him the backstory. It shows. It shows. It like takes I, I've its got time. the Stanley one too. It's like Excelsior, true believers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Japan. <laughs> um, they read their comics back to front. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of name is Astro Boy anyway? I would have called him Spaceman. <laughs> And stolen him from a Jew. <laughs> Isn't that what he did? And they still like heaps of... Hey, it's sports. not work winter, Angus. Oh, oh, yeah. It's not work winter. I would... No, then I'm championing him for stealing it. <laughs> um, so, Angus, we did uh, we did another Can questionnaire. we stop flirting and talk about Mission Impossible? <laughs> one second. We did a questionnaire over in our uh, exclusive Patreon oh, yeah. group. I answered this one incredibly drunk in a bar by myself. Oh, excellent. The best way to do it. That's why there was a lot of typos and it wasn't good. Well, look... Basically, every Friday in the HeyFam uh, Patreon group, we do a 10-question questionnaire, um, and it's been really, really fun. Um, questions range from, uh, what's your favorite Batman movie? Uh, do you prefer multiplayer or single-player games? What's a TV show that everyone loves that you could never get into? Um, what grinds your gears? <laughs> it was a big throwback to last week, wasn't it? Um, and uh, the correct answer to that, of course, is racism. Um, <laughs> if you didn't answer racism, we've alerted the police, and you're also uh, being banned from the Patreon, and we've doubled your donation. But the real, the real one, the the realest question on here, 
and I'm just going to have to keep it up every single week now is ask to have all the patients somehow com- choose between me and Angus yeah. in some weird if cryptic way. If you need way. this, it's fine. Like, I'll let you have this. No, you demanded I do it now last week. No, for you. I'm like, do you need it? I don't need it. I thought you, you were like, no, Did you I? have to do it now. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is well, on you, Angus. I can not do it if you want. Yeah, well, it's fine. <laughs> I will win. If you want to see someone win every week, that's me. <laughs> keep doing it. Uh, I think so, I lost this one as well. No, I think a lot of people want to be a cat. So I well, said, it was yeah. a bit weird. You were pretty much like, would you be a cat that can't talk and like hasn't, or would you be the the son I birthed, like that I made from calming? I squeeze out my butt. <laughs> like it was a weird <laughs> made question from calming. <laughs> like I would have felt weird being like, yeah, this guy I give money to once a month. I'm gonna say I, I, he birthed me. Like I could see why people didn't pick you. This month, week. So yeah, the, the, it was the, a weird the, one. The final question was: Would you rather be Angus's cat or Levin's kid? <laughs> yeah, would you rather be a cat I got from a cat shelter and it's fine, and like I saved a light, or one that literally <laughs> I had to do a come to make, and now I'm like responsible for and feed it and take it to school and like I'm shaping it as a human. <laughs> it was a big thing. Like, would you rather be a dumb cat who is naked and shits itself, <laughs> or like the the fruit of my loins? You know what I mean? A lot of people said cat. Yeah, because I felt uncomfortable being like, I wish I was the thing you came. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the way I saw it. Well, okay, right, you get to pick the Angus versus Levens question this week. Who? Yeah, who's the best Angus out of Angus and Levens? Okay, all right. Who's the That'll best be host? The, the final question: Who's the best Angus out of Angus and Levens? No, I'm going to be. Would you rather be no, no, Levens' no, no. son Archie or Angus's son Archie, <laughs> adopted son? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I want to leave Archie out of this. I, I'm a gentleman. I don't. I don't bring kids into this for sympathy <laughs> points. Oh, I'm sorry for for dragging your cat into this mess. <laughs> she had no say. I just uh, just to, so I couldn't so I didn't forget. I wrote who's the best Angus in, yeah. in, into my browser bar and right. hit enter. What came up? A fucking hamburger. <laughs> Angus Australia is top ten. A year in review, 2017. Burgers. Fuck! I hate having the same name as a burger. No, it's yep. It is Angus. Yeah, Angus oh wow! Just heaps of cattle carcasses. Yeah. Well, that's the best Angus. De- a dead cow is a good cow. A dead Angus is the best. A good Angus is a good. Devil. If you want to answer the, the amazing questions like that one, plus get access to the. Uh, what's, what's the best um, Switch indie developed Metroidvania? <laughs> and it's like a hundred choices. <laughs> uh, head over to patreon.com slash heyfam. Angus, is there a little movie you'd like to talk oh, about? That's all I've been wanting to do. How long have we gone so far? We're an hour in. <laughs> Fuck, we should have done this ages ago. <laughs> I'm sweating. And then I've learned you haven't seen the start. <laughs> Just disrespect. Uh, you know, I did a podcast last night about Mission Impossible. Yeah, do you well. want to play that quickly? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you were on the latest Listen episode. to the free version of... Um, no, it's great. I'm joking. If you're going to Patreon one thing, give your money to Report of the Week. Okay. If you're going to Patreon two things, hey, hey fam. fam and that. Then third thing, total reboot. Um, I was on their podcast last night. This is good. It leads into this. It was, uh, the, as you know, that podcast... Big friends of the Hay family. Uh, Alexia and Cam. They deal in the business of reboots mm-hmm. or reimagings or uh, soft reboots, etc. So we did Mission Impossible 1 last night, which was, of course, a reboot of the TV series. Yep. Um, so, yeah, covered a lot of territory there. Tonight is great thematically moving forward, and I'm talking about the sixth entry in this set series. Did you also do next week's episode of Total Reboot? No, we're doing that actually next week. Okay, right. And, and is that going to be about... Two through six. Oh, wow. It's all the sequels, which at one point we're going to do it, and I still agree with Alex. We should have done it from three onwards, because that was kind of seen as a soft reboot. Right. 
Um, but look, I, I'm not in charge of that podcast, and a get they a guest doesn't have much. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. You do um, two to six, excluding the first five minutes of each of them. I think that's just disrespectful. I, like some like, true fans. You're like a lot of things I didn't get, and I'm starting to think it had nothing to do with Fallout. I'm starting to think it's with the first five. I, minutes. I got everything that happened. Oh, for you said there were some little things you didn't get. No, no, like they were just like there were characters that I assumed they probably stood in front of the camera in the opening scene. Said my name is so. My name is Jeff. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> if you're a little bitch who was buying a 3ds game. Uh, you don't deserve to know who I am. Do they explain in the first five minutes why why, would, uh, why Ving Rhames <laughs> always wears his hats on an angle? No, and that's even that's why he, no, all of them. He wears them on a forty-five <laughs> degree angle. I actually spoke about that last yeah. night as well. <laughs> I think he's auditioning for the Expendables. That's my theory. Another right. great the movie Piranha franchise. franchise didn't go where he was hoping it would no, go. The uh, the Vincent Ve- the Vega Brothers um, prequel <laughs> never happened, so he couldn't be uh, Marcellus Wallace in. Uh, <laughs> oh, of course, that's in, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Mission Impossible, Fallout Fallen um, Out I saw it this morning Will you fall out I, I saw, with me for not liking I saw this? Ni- 98% of that movie this morning Well, that's it's also its rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, coincidentally Yeah, I really loved it, man Just, to, just a, to get it out there Yeah, I, it's, I, a, uh, it's a great bit of filmmaking It's awesome I thought it would be fun I, I, I had every intention um, uh, to, uh, to see the ones I haven't seen I was even going to try and rewatch the ones I have But then mm. Uh, people just kept putting out Metroidvanias and someone, say, someone in this world had to play them. You're Tom, I'm Tom Cruise addict and you're a Metroidvania addict. We should start... Which is more normal? I'll put that in the question. Fuck, it's pretty weird, isn't it? <laughs> Both of them are pretty strange. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Metroidvania versus Tom Cruise. Filmography. Would you rather play every Metroidvania, in, indie, indie developed Metroidvania or watch every movie in Tom Cruise's filmography in a short span of time? Okay. That's a good question. Put that in there. This is com. good. Patreon.com. Patreon.com. If you want to answer this, if you haven't paid us, we're not going to listen to your answer. (laughs) I'll shoot you on sight if you try to give me your answer. And hilariously, there is a uh, a Metroidvania game based off the Mummy. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. It's not interesting enough because there's one for everything. (laughs) (laughs) The chances are there was one. There was actually a Nintendo 64 Mission Impossible game. Really? It didn't have likeness rights for Tom Cruise and Ethan Hunt did not look like Tom. Did at any point like you, you'd hit like a, a part in the level that you couldn't access at the first, but then as you gradually level up and get new abilities, you were able to access those parts in the level? Is this Scientology? That's Metroidvania. Oh. <laughs> no, it's also Scientology. Scientology is the Metroidvania of religion. It is, seriously. You pay more and you go higher up on the chart. <laughs> have you gone clear yet in Hollow Knight? And you that's seriously Scientology is the same as a Metrovania. You're trying to get 100. percent You're trying to go clear, and you're sinking in hours instead of dollars. They're torturous. That's fucking great. It's seriously. I thought you were seriously <laughs> talking about Scientology. I wasn't trying to be clever. I was like, is this a? Have you ever done the the Scientology? Like, oh yeah, I went in and filmed the video with my old Nokia side phone, the one they play at the start. Yeah, man. I was like, I'm Louis the Roop, yeah. get out of my way. <laughs> I'm 18 and have an opinion. <laughs> Um, I stole a poster which my ex-housemate Lloyd has at the moment which is huge it's that Bridge to Total Freedom one which I think Reddit exposed later but we used to have it up in our house it's like every I wasn't mocking it or anything I just thought it was a nice trophy right they were like I distracted my host and said can you go get something for me and then took it stole a Scientology poster I had a backpack and just like kind of put a lot of the paraphernalia and you took it bag. went straight to triple j and we're like hey look what i stole from out of my way jo- father john and <laughs> john, <laughs> john, john saffron and father bob i've worked there and don't even know their names father john was well, father john misty he sucks <laughs> <laughs> he does i don't, I don't know shit no, about right, but look at him <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can wear rm williams and a cowboy hat too but i'm not getting paid <laughs> like the dumb dollars you are 
Um, he's, he's not even a, a registered father or whatever. He's not even Christmas, Father Christmas. So we've done we've done a full hour. I reckon we go full spoilers straight away. Yeah, Mission Possible. What did you think? What did you think? I loved it. As someone who'd seen fifty percent of the franchise and ninety five percent of this one. Oh, oh cool! I, got, I, got, I went down a little bit. Um, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was just an expertly made action movie. It's the um, thing we don't see a lot um, anymore, and I kind of spoke about this with like high budget horrors which go to cinema the high budget like non-comic movie or disney-owned franchise action movie uh, or fast and furious like it, it's kind of there's not a lot out there you're either mid-tier budget mm-hmm. or you're like a fast and furious movie or a new franchise or something. it just it just seems like a movie that's not made that often i found yeah i mean to I, this level i guess i'm so used to um these uh these big budget movies being having the disney Capes. touch and being so like you know like quippy and like mm. being mostly comedy with a bit it was of like drama. adult oriented this movie took itself so seriously but it never to the point of it being stupid no like I, you bought in and all totally like, oh yeah I'm like, like, and you have the comic relief characters still you're simon Pegg. But, you got ving rames snappy yeah. one-liners and his cool hats he's cool oh, I, ass I loved hats. when he um when he quoted um Aquaman. Oh, yeah. When and he, he said, he, yeah, he, he actually did, didn't he? Yeah, he goes, my man. Yeah, that's right. It was a nice story about it. That's why I'm like, ah, oh, this is DCAU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just like, like, obviously, like, Tom Cruise takes himself extremely seriously. He has, for, yeah. I mean, that's and, Tom Cruise. And, uh, and he's so, uh, Ethan Hunt, the character, is such an earnest character. And mm. I don't think he could be played by anyone else in the world. It would be a parody if anyone else played it. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, he just, like, Tom Cruise just plays him so straight. Like, you know, the yeah. only joke he makes is at the end when he's like, please. Do you know, that's one of Please my f- don't let me, please stop making me laugh. That was one of my favorite final lines of a movie ever. Yeah. And then it just ends with. It just cre- fucking ends. It's so cool. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And I love no, the ending. There's he's no post credits. There's no, like, setup no. for the next movie it's like, ah, please don't make me laugh and yeah. i'm just like oh the movie's done it was <laughs> sick yeah i love that ending i laughed at that ending i was like that's a really cool ending um so did you you missed his dream at the start of him being married and his wife exploding like a nightmare that he wakes oh, up oh wow from. yeah I missed so that. you did miss stuff yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why i'm like okay. shit wouldn't have made sense okay i came in and ving rames had been shot yeah that's like Five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, okay, sure. yeah, yeah. You miss. So but basically, they, they, they explain it so many times that, yeah. like, you know. So basically, what you missed was you see him wake up in Belfast. Is it Belfast? Yeah, he wakes up in Belfast after having a dream of the dude with the beard with the whispery British voice, um, wedding him and his wife, and then her exploding. Right. And then he wakes up, and then he gets a mission, and it's like, oh, there's plutonium here. It explains that, and there's a doctor who's the only doctor who knows how to turn it into like a nuclear blah blah. Right, and sure. He's gonna, and then the next scene was him and Simon Pegg grabbing that yeah. with Ving Rhames, and then Ving Rhames being shot. So he missed, yeah, it was five minutes, and, he, and it gives him the plutonium. Yeah. So his friends. Can so because he's a good guy. <coughs> yeah. So he's good. Important. As long as you got that, but yeah. also the so the wife character we haven't seen since. Three? Is that three? Three, right. We see no, her no, at the no, end no, of no, at the end of four. Yeah. See her at the end of four yeah. and you just know that they're divorced and it's to protect her and she can be a ghost. Right. So even having not seen that dream scene, like they yeah. fully set that up really mm. well within Good. the movie because as soon as um, shows the photo. Henry Cavill shows the photo. You're like, oh yeah, that's I mean, obviously like Mission Impossible movies is like a series of and they don't even hide this now, like the movies are written around sequences. Mm. And these sequences, I mean, the big takeaway is a guy that's almost sixty doing every single stunt. And these, are, this is these are the best stunts so far. So like, you know that Halo drop they do. What is Halo? They jump drop out mean? the plane and the free falling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I assumed that was green screen trickery, like in a room that's like 
pushing so much air, like those zero gravity rooms. Yep. It was for real. Huh. And they had to shoot it a hundred something times to a hundred flights up. Like it was for real. Henry Just, Cavill too? Yep. Oh my God. Tom too, obviously. And he had to get within three feet of the camera because they had the camera all locked where it would go for it to focus. And when he didn't, they would have, okay, let's land and go up again. And all that was legit. Cause I was like, this looks really real. That's a really impressive looking. That's like fucking scary as fuck. That's an amazing too. scene like, yeah. as well. That and, and then for them to get, I know, and it just like comes like, out of nowhere, yeah. and you're like, "Fuck!" It's such a good scene. And then he, like, yeah, like he's toilet scene, he's saved, fight it, in the toilet. Should we call him Henry Cavill or, or, or Walker? Justice League moustache. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the moustache that killed Justice League. He um, was so much better in this than any of oh the my, DC dude, movies. Dude, he was amazing. Him as a bad guy fucking rules. And like to the point where like, I don't think he could be Superman again. No, he's like, too menacing now. He rules. Like, uh, I'm bummed and this is a spoiler. I'm bummed he's dead because I'm like, this would be a great villain for Mission Impossible. I don't know. You don't see his corpse. Like, I, it's I, true. I, if he came back with like robotic parts. Or something I'd be like so that. into like, it. Yeah, yeah, he rules. And, a big just, and that hook just implanted in his head. Just, he rules, man. He's such a good guy in this movie. When like, he, the, um, the the first fight they get into in the bathroom, oh, and he's he like takes throwing his jacket off, walls and he, and he, he comes loads back his and he gun. puffs up. Oh my god! So they, they, oh. there was a great interview recently. Um, Tom and the cast are being interviewed. I, I, I'll post it in the Patreon group. But they're just like Henry. There's that scene, and Tom's like, "Oh, we're all on set, and he's done something I've never seen before. He reloads his arms, <laughs> which is what he does." <laughs> and they're like, Henry gets really bashful. He's like, "Go and do it, Henry!" And they're like doing a pressing, and he makes like Henry do it, like just reload his arms. It's so sick. That rules. Yeah, yeah. I um, I love that. Like, uh, like Tom Cruise is clearly like in the best physical condition of, of his life. Oh yeah, he's and incredible. he's in this age, but uh, there's no gratuitous shots of him shirtless or no, because like, I mean, gravity does start to have an effect on yeah, him. Yeah, he's yeah. pushing sixty. But um. Getting to 60. Oh, I kind of wanted to see. I wanted to just watch shirtless. I yeah. want to know what it looks like under there. Um, so, the MI6 agent, you wouldn't have got a lot of. She's a big character in the last one. And yeah. So, is the so guy that, that, that was the only one that I was like. And the guy they're kidnapping. Yeah. I, so I, I, I figured that. Rogue Nation. I figured that she was in a previous movie and that he was the uh, villain from the yeah. last one. Yeah. yeah. And he's kind of like the anti-Ethan Hunt. Yep. He's like got a team of disavowed Who's that agents. actor? He's in Prometheus. He's only, he's amazing in this. Yeah, he's like perfect. Really menacing, Solomon. and gross, and yeah, yeah, he's amazing. He's really clean cut in the last one, but because he's in prison and stuff, he's got this like big beard. He's and, gross as hell. Yeah, he, that scene where they take him down in the car, and they show what they want it to be like, and he's like, "I don't kill the cop." You know the the, mm. the scene that would remind me of the Joker scene in Dark Knight when they're trying to capture. Yes, definitely. And then like. He reminded me. I, I, this is the first like thing I think I've been reminded of Heath Ledger as Joker. Or in, also in like a Nolan film. Like some of the oh, action like sequences definitely. in this yeah, were yeah. so so well made, so well shot, so expertly shot. Yeah, I, I just think it was such a fun movie. I could, I can't wait. And again, it's just such a simple plot as well. Yeah, it's like yeah, I know to totally. It was yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, nothing much to say for me, like, rather than this abridged, like, I had a ball and I can't wait to watch, like, 10 more. Yeah, you're, they're just going to keep making more. Of course they will. They it's yeah. on cruise. Yeah, yeah, this one's been such a success, too. This one's, like, the biggest one ever. It's doing incredibly well, isn't it? It's critically being... I think it's just... I think because we are, like, peak franchise, including Star Wars, like, you've got, like, the Harry Potter stuff, um, you've got... All of... Everyone's doing comic book movies. I think it's just refreshing for a critic to see, like, an adult franchise that doesn't rely to know all you know what i mean yeah totally yeah i get what you mean i also like i think you know i know it's like it's eye-rolling sometimes when you're like you know tom cruise broke his arm doing his own stunts Fucking again rules, like, though. i know but and I, I get so into it knowing that 
that he's done all these. He's stunts. giving his own, and but also like. You know, if, if, all, if, it, if at the end of the movie it was like, by the way, this these events actually happened. Tom Cruise saved the world. <laughs> I'd be, be like, even better. I'd be like, yep, yeah, I believe be like, that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it should be called Tom Cruise. So saves you know, he learned to fly a helicopter and hits him in a helicopter. There's no blue those screen. scenes are so and the the so when it's, he's going down and like screaming, that's like because he didn't know. And like Henry Cavill's, I've seen an interview and he's like, yeah, there were chances where like we could have died flying between those mountains. He had a pilot, yeah. but Tom was piloting by himself. He's like, what? I'm going to do this. He wants oh to become God. a pilot. The, the part where the um, the two broken helicopters are falling down a cliff. And they're just like stacked on each other. Like, does it, My favorite scene in Jurassic World, Jurassic Park Lost World. Is yeah, with the, with the, the truck on the edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's like easily the best scene in that movie. Yeah, it's and the one that, the that, only one I remember. Yeah. Besides the dinosaur being really small next to a street lamp. And the, the uh, T-Rex eating the dog. Yeah, that's right. It's barking in the backyard. And the, right? and the guy that gets eaten by all the little dinos. Yeah, yeah. All right, there's like four iconic yeah. scenes in that <laughs> shit movie. And anything Vince Vaughn says. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just... Dope. I, 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 I want to see it again. I mean, I was on that opening night, uh, preview night. Well, I mean, if you're like me, you could see it again and there's still parts you haven't seen before. It's yeah, like no, a that's new, always a good thing new, about missing the start of movies. To in buy your it. opinion, what do you reckon is better? The first five minutes of Mission Impossible or, 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 or picking a booger out of Wario's nose in a yeah. touch-based touch Going to have to go with the first, uh, yeah, the first five minutes of Mission Impossible. <laughs> but Angus, it's it's a best of of all the Wario <laughs> On a system that's like probably not going to be around for that much longer. That's a bit like... They're like phasing out 3DS. I should put that on the Switch. That game. It's no, no. The, I, this game is like a love letter to to the DS okay. generation. I'm I'm fully. I, I'll 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 die on this hill. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm died on so many hills on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. So you you enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was awesome. Do you like, want to watch the other ones? Yeah, of course I do. I, yeah. I did. I did beforehand too. This only yeah. made me want to watch them more. You should go in order. Um, but and so this director, you were saying that all he's done before this is Mission Chris Impossible McQuarrie, Five. Christopher McQuarrie. Well, the, no, he's done more. He's worked with Tom Cruise a lot. He's done a lot of script work on a lot of his films from Valkyrie onwards. Right. What's his name? Chris. Christopher McQuarrie. Yeah. Right. He's done uh, Jack Reacher. He directed that. Yeah. Oh, he, okay. He directed right, sure. Jack Reacher. I think he wrote Jack Reacher as well. Is, is that it, good? Yeah, it's fine. It's kind of like. He's kind of like, I don't love it as much. I don't love it, but it's because he's like the opposite of Ethan Hunt. He's like working class, gritty, tough guy. He's not this earnest. Um, he did Edge of Tomorrow, which is... He wrote of, the screenplay for Usual Suspects. Yeah. Um, he made Live, Die, Repeat slash Edge of Tomorrow, which is one of the best oh, action yep, movies okay, in cool. recent years. Yeah. His, his first movie was The Way of the Gun. Oh, yeah. I remember that movie. Benicio Del Toro. Um. Yeah, you should definitely watch the Mission Impossible movies in order now. They're all on um, Amazon Prime. Yeah, okay, cool. Another thing I should sign up for. Well, like I said, they're super cheap on iTunes as well. Yeah, I think 30 There's bucks like for all of them. five of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, the fifth one's not on Amazon Prime. Ooh. So, you, seriously, it's worth buying them. Okay, they're, maybe I will. They're, they're brilliant. I kind of can't wait to watch the Woo one again. Man, when the, when they do the, the, Sydney, the, baby. the face-off bit at the start. I like. I, I love the bit where they trick the, um, the would-be terrorist. Yeah, that, that like it's two weeks and it's only been half an hour. How good! To, that's an amazing scene and kind of a callback to the first movie. They do a similar thing. Yep. Um, but how good is the scene, man? When um, he gets Henry Cavill to um, confess to Simon oh, Pegg in the mask, so and you just everyone's like, you go like, oh. So how many movies has Alec Baldwin been in? Uh, he was in general in. He was in um, what's an Alec Baldwin movie? I think of one. <laughs> no, but so he is. Um, he was in the last one, right? So just these, just these two. The last two, right? Yeah. He comes in and he's like, "You can't be." He he basically is anti IMF in the last one, but ends up becoming the director. Has it always been IMF? Yeah, the organization. Yeah, yeah right. Sure. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. 
Yeah, it's always been IMF. And who was the actor that plays the head of the CIA? In this one? Yeah. What's oh, her name? that was, she's in Black Panther. It's, um, that, uh, Bassett. Um, oh, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Yeah, she wrote. So she that was like, her first yeah. Mission Impossible film. Oh, right. Okay, but sure. Yeah, she is, uh, the queen mother of Wakanda, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I really liked the cast. I thought the direction was, it was direction phenomenal. Was awesome. It, the, every, it's shocking how well made. Like, Fallout's great as well, but it is not this movie. It's still, sorry, not Fallout. Uh, Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation, yep, sure. Rogue Nation's very good. But I like this. Like, so when I, the last one I saw at the movies was um, Four, the yeah, Brad Bird. I, I saw it because I love Brad Bird. I, I didn't like it. Really? Like, I loved parts of it, but I thought that. Maybe when you watched There was all? a hokiness to it that didn't gel with me, and it really yeah, sure. did feel like. Like this, this latest one didn't feel like the, there was no. It didn't hokey. feel like it was filmed around action set pieces. Though when it and if it did, it really served the story exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, this, this, I really like the story of this one. Yeah, I like the low stakes of the story. Not the low stakes, but I like the personal element of the. There was wife. a dumb kind of globe trotting thing to to yeah um yeah the villains forgettable I, yeah. in four. So the best thing about five in this, it's this great villain. They finally have a good villain. Yeah, and he, they didn't kill him. Three has a great villain as yeah. well, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman yeah. And it's classic, um, he's after this thing and it's true JJ. And this isn't a spoiler because it's a JJ Abrams movie. You never find out what it is. Yeah, great. He's like, I need the rabbit's foot. And you, you don't know what the rabbit's foot is for the whole movie and you never find out. That's great. But Ethan Hunt's trying to stop <laughs> I need him the from, mystery box. Yeah, he's trying to stop him from getting the rabbit's foot. That's cool. It's phenomenal. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the best villains. Him and yeah, um, Solomon. Yeah, I loved it. I really, really, like, I, I just, uh, I knew I was like, I knew it was going to be fun, yeah. but uh, I, I liked it so much more. That like motherfucking a- helicopter chase. <laughs> Yeah, and just like most just, movies waver at the third act. Yeah, yeah. These movies in particular, so, yeah. like not Mission Impossible movies, but action films. Yeah, and you're definitely. either like, okay, but this was this movie was like a whole third act. Yeah, it was incredible. And like the the way it you know, you have the 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 detonator and the two bombs and you put the cast up on those three things and they're all facing and like bringing his his old his ex wife in at the perfect moment. With a great Husband who you want to hate but you can't. Yeah, he's, he's like, really oh, he's nice. just so, he's like, Doc. you guys catch up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just oh, like, that's so good. No, nah, like, I want you to be bad. And he's just so devastated that she's in this town and that, that, that her, their guardian angel sent them there. And like, yeah, I, that was it was like a really well crafted story. Really like, good. For, for this kind of movie, like you don't expect that. From no, this, totally. Yeah. It was it was really well put together. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's not just like you should see it on a big screen just because. You've got stunts. to see it on the big screen. Exactly. But like, I I thought it was a really, really good I, I'm glad you liked experience. it. It's yeah. a movie that like people were just not expecting to like that much or to be this good. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's fantastic. And from I, the trailers, I, I was like, that's, yeah. I love that like two of my favorite movies this year have been this and Jurassic World. It's sick, right? I went in with like, kind of like, oh, whatever. I'll, yeah. You know, it's it'll, nice. It'll be it's okay. And then yeah. it's just like, I, like really thoroughly surprised by, by these, uh, it's refreshing, like right? Blockbusters that know what they're doing and yeah, it's refreshing. Do something yeah. fun with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go see it. I'm going to see it again, um, and I'll see every Tom Cruise movie ever. <laughs> What's your favorite Tom Cruise movie now? Um, yeah, that's a tough one. It's maybe am I? I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a really good question. I need to think about it. I've seen so many. I'll, I'll put that as one of the questions in the questionnaire this week. So yeah, you have to that'd be really it. good. Yeah, yep. that's cool. Um, yeah, I. I uh, I love that this is like the franchise, this little franchise that could. Yeah. Well, like, it started off great. I mean, Brian De Palma made the first one, which is wild. And which is a really well-received movie. And then John Woo like directed the most batshit insane one. I mean, it made a lot of money, yeah. but it also wasn't a spy Mission Impossible movie. It was really dumbed down. But kudos to this. I mean, you know, I'll go into it later another time. But kudos to being like, let's pick a 
A-grade director for each movie and just make it as completely different as possible mm. rather than like a gun for hire kind of like, and it's shitty to compare them, but like it's it's hard not to compare them to the Bond franchise. Yeah, definitely. Well, up until recently, they've only started using like auteur directors. You know, Danny Boyle's doing the next one. Which is very exciting. Uh, Sam Mendes did the last two. You know, like they've yep. started using big names and... It's interesting that that was kind of a... I mean, John Woo in the late 90s, early 90s was like one of... That was a risk. He was a huge Hong Kong filmmaker. Was that his first Western movie or had he already done... Mm. Um, I think he'd already done... He'd done Face, Face Off. Off, yeah. But that's still a huge thing, like taking a young... But it, it was kind of a baller move when you think about it. Yeah, Getting definitely. this like non-Western director to handle this like distinctively uh, Western franchise. I mean, the movie itself's not great. There's some awesome sequences. It's the least Mission Impossible movie out of all of them. Yep. Three with the coolest uh, version of the theme. Oh, the best theme! Oh, ever. And the soundtrack in six was awesome. How good was it? The congas the whole yeah. way through. Like I, I really dug the soundtrack. Percussion always like being like prevalent. So yeah, it's not, it was it's, like, it's not. It was a nice change of pace from like the Zimmer. It wasn't Zimmer. It wasn't Diet like, Zimmer that much. Yeah, yeah. It had enough of its own. Um, yeah, man. That that toilet fight is so good. It's so good, man. Yeah, yeah. It was six. See, one movie usually has like two really great scenes. This had like ten really good action sequences. So many good ones. Yeah, yeah. and the, we haven't even talked about the car chase scenes. Like they were amazing, brilliant. Scene. And like when, yeah. they, when they knock the dude in the water, and then that brilliant shot of the as he's about to go under the water, and it's oh. like this huge wave taking up half the half the space. And, and he's, he's like, like upside <gasps> down. Yeah, yeah. It was excellent. amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was an expertly made. And film. I thought that like after that that first scene where they where they trick the terrorist, um, that was going to be the rest of the movie. Or we know that we weren't going to see Ving and um and Simon again. They're like, in the whole thing, baby. And then they just yeah, they're in the, in, the, in the whole movie. And, yeah. and, and it, they, see, the best thing about the Mission Impossible movies compared to, I guess, a Bond movie. I love the Bond movies. Don't get me wrong, but I do love the camaraderie and the fact that they're teams. Yep, I think that's such a cool thing. And the team changes for every movie, mm-hmm. and I think that's such a cool. I mean, it's a, obviously a throwback to the show, but it's such a cool thing to do. It's like diverse. You've always got different people with different strengths, and. Yeah, the credits are great. I love how it's like a television episode where you see what's going to happen in the movie. Yeah, totally. It's fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, it's such a cool... I loved uh, the drifting. There was some great drifting. There was some this. very cool motorcycle drifting too. That was the part where uh, when he um, he's in the car and he whacks the hang- handbrake on and then like, yeah, Goes like drifts and then like lands perfectly on the, on yeah. the uh, adjacent road. It's tight as shit. Yeah. It it's so such a good. yeah. There was a lot of gasping when I saw it in a full cinema. Man, it was like a, it was a. It's a just a great action. It's movie. a ride. It's yeah. a really good ride. Yeah, it's it's weird. It sounds weird if you'd woken up from like an eight year slumber and you're like the new Mission Impossible movie is one of the critically best received movies of all time at the moment and this year. It's 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 wild. Yeah, yeah. Go see it. I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm dropping picks. Uh, picks dropped. All right, let's end this one and do the next one. <laughs> on to the next one? On to the next one. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hey Fam. If you'd like to listen to more episodes of Hey Fam, you can do so right now over at patreon.com slash heyfam. We're cool. recording a new episode of our radio show, Hey FM. You've heard us talk about it already in the show. Uh, we're going we're gonna to be out for a little while longer, maybe even long enough to watch the uh, Nintendo Direct about Super Smash Brothers. Uh, when's that? Midnight, so probably not that late. No. Um, Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but when we talk, when we meet, uh, um, record next week, there'll be a. Uh, not only will there be a new uh, Smash Brothers direct with new information oh, we're out, gonna, we're actually uh, being we've been invited to play Smash Brothers next week. When's it out? Do we know yet? In December. That's wild. So I reckon. The, I reckon that means they're going to announce some something crazy tonight. If it's going to be online testing, I guarantee it. It's yeah, I'm going to drop a pick. But I don't know, for us to be invited to uh, to to go play it in in August when it's coming out in December. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. feel like that's pretty pretty crazy. It must be something. Shiki gonna be there. 
I don't know. Can I we mean, play as Shiggy? Yeah, maybe we should put in the question of what will we see at this event. Okay, I love it. Even though it's going to go up on Friday, which is after. Oh, no, it's all, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah perfect. We're doing yeah, cool. next Tuesday. All right, yeah. so many great things. Jo- come, come join this us. It's been a great episode. It's been a brilliant episode, and uh, you've been a brilliant listener. Thank you yeah. so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with the show, facebook.com slash heyfanpodcast, heyfanpodcast at gmail.com. Angus is at Jimmy Changus. I'm Hell at yeah. Dog. Um, enjoy your morning. Enjoy, it's great. Enjoy your uh, Smash Brothers Direct. Yeah, you're probably watching that and listening to this. Real ones will know. Bye. Hey! Bam, 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 bam. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.